welcome to the Floor Plan Home Podcast, a podcast that exists to start a conversation about life at home, both aesthetically and relationally. You are listening to episode four, and today we chat with Carrie from Gathered Boutique Rentals and Events, and she helps us to truly find out what it means to define your style, and she gets us to reveal a few of our favorite pieces of furniture and art that we have in our home. Will you join us at Flora Pine Home? We are super pumped today because we get to chat with the wonderful Carrie from Gathered. And Ryan and I have had the amazing honor of collaborating with Carrie on multiple wedding shoots and styled shoots, and she's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, She can take a boring space and make it look beautiful in like 10 minutes max. (laughs) So we are super excited to talk with her. Um, Not only can she style weddings and events, but she also has a really beautiful knack for home design and home aesthetic, and her heart behind it all is to really keep it simple and keep it meaningful to you. So, Carrie, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Just to help our listeners get to know you a bit, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, first of all, thank you for all the kind (laughs) things you say. Um, Yeah, um, Gathered is the name of my business, and um, we specialize in... Um, creating atmosphere Mm -hmm. basically is what we do Um, we create the spaces where memories are made so it's actually a really big honor for us to do what we do um, because what we do is make space for special things to happen yeah Um, so we are a furniture rental company kind of basically Mm -hmm. Um, and then we also help our clients uh, with the design um, so we can work with them to uh, kind of decide what is the atmosphere that they want to create and then logistically how do we go about doing Mm -hmm. that and then we can implement the plan for them or they can do it on their own they can rent things from us a la carte um, or they can just uh, you know take me out for coffee you know we can do that too so (laughs) I love that Mm -hmm. I wish we would have known about you when we got married because the whole concept of having someone else help you vision for your day and like Because I know as a bride, you're so overwhelmed with all of the options and what do we decide and what do we pick? And to have someone who can be like, why don't we try Mm -hmm. this? Or like give you options would just be... Where do you even start? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It would be amazing. Yeah. No, I I, kind of wish I had been around for my wedding too. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do any of this then and had no idea and uh, wish I could do it all over again. Um, I love it. mm -hmm. That's so fun. And your husband, Scott, helps you with unloading yes. and all that fun stuff. We love Scott. He's yep. the support system that uh, the business would not work without him. So I'm really lucky that he loves um, putting together uh, spaces as well. He's mm-hmm. really good with the mechanics yeah. of things. So, you know, I'll have an idea and very roughly sketch something out or describe it to him. We'll be sitting there on our couch, you know, at 11 o'clock at night is when I get creative and and say, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, how do I do that? And he'll, okay, he'll grab a book, a sketchbook and, and, uh, start 
getting it all figured out and okay we need to get this much lumber and then this is how we'll <laughs> attach that and this needs okay but we need support here and <laughs> and he can just do that so it works really well that yeah. I can okay here's the vision ready set go right. Absolutely. <laughs> help, me, help me figure it out and then he's got so much energy and yes. and he's always happy to help me load a trailer or mm-hmm. hey I need to get this couch off of that top shelf can you <laughs> can you come over and do that yeah, yeah sure yeah. so he could totally say no I'm busy yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't and he just comes right along every time so I'm very so lucky fun. yeah you guys make a great team we love working with oh, you guys yeah. no, <laughs> so fun amazing. So your name Gathered, what inspired Gathered, and how long have you been in business for? Well, I started in um, actually the spring of 2012, so it's been almost exactly uh, six years now. We're starting our seventh wedding season, which is kind of hard to believe. It's crazy. I was working uh, at a church in Moorhead that was just kind of a job that I took while I figured out what it was I really wanted to do. I wasn't sure what I what I was going to do. Um, I had come out of college with um, a religion degree and a German degree and had no clue what I was going to do with that. Um, awesome. No plan whatsoever. Uh, I just kept thinking, well, you know, I, I took the advice of of um, some of my college professors and and said, you know, don't worry so much about the job. That will happen later. Just, you know, go with what the stuff that you're with your that you are interested in. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if that was good advice or not. (laughs) Because there I was and had no clue what I was going to do. Um, And then uh, before I knew it, eight years had gone by and I was still working at the church office. And so I just had this aha moment of, oh my goodness, it's been eight years. I'm still here. What am I? I can do more than this. I can be more than a secretary, but what is it that I want to do? And I had been helping out with some events at the church um, and uh, trying to get them to be more exciting, more inviting, and, mm-hmm. and get people interested in coming. And some of the uh, other employees there and people at the church started just encouraging me and saying, you know, you're, you're kind of good at this. You should, <laughs> you should do this and actually get paid for it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I thought, well, I'd, I'm not sure that's a real thing, but that would be <laughs> cool. Um, and then I started looking into it more and realized, hey, that's legit. Um, maybe I could do that. And yeah. so it took it took a lot of time for me to finally get the belief in myself that I could start my own business, that I could mm-hmm. go out on my own and try something that nobody in Fargo was doing at yeah. that time, something completely unknown. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm something of a risk taker <laughs> <laughs> because I... I decided to jump into it and try it and uh, did it kind of on the side of of my other job for about two years and then took the leap, quit my job and (laughs) decided, okay, this is it. We're going to try it. And now it's been six years. So yeah, it's been really fun. So I know this doesn't necessarily tie in with home decor, but one thing I want to touch on is both you and Scott are self-employed. So you're entrepreneurs by heart. And so... What is that like as a couple to both like be those risk takers and dreamers and 
Uh, terrifying. <laughs> it's completely terrifying. Um, it's very re- rewarding too yeah. because we both have um, a lot of flexibility in our schedules. So if we need to be home to take care of our kids, they're right. sick from school or they have a day off from school mm-hmm. um, or I want to be home with them after school and you know get homework done and get started on dinner or throw a load of laundry in yeah. in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. You know, I can do that. Yeah. And that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I had a stay-at-home mom. Sure. And so that was normal to me. Yeah. And that's kind of what I always thought home life should look like. So I have this kind of ridiculously high bar that I've <laughs> set for myself. Um, so it's really it's really great for me that yeah. I can do some of that. Yep. Um, not to the degree that my mother did by any means, but yeah. there there is a little... I get that little piece of myself yeah. fulfilled yeah. in that way that I have flexibility mm-hmm. to be there for my kids and be home when I need to be. So yeah. that is really special. Oh, it's so cool. I love that. And one thing that I always appreciate about your styling, specifically at like weddings, is that you really try to create unique design but it's also functional so like for example we did a wedding with you in September and there were a lot of different gathering spaces so it's really to like bring people together versus like look at this cool couch like you can sit on the couch you know or that kind of stuff and so like what elements of event and wedding styling can also be tied into styling a home that creates a place for people to gather and to feel comfortable but also be aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. (laughs) Well, I think um, I would say, you know, you have to start at the beginning um, and like the process that I go go through with my couples and my clients is, you know, what is the atmosphere that you want to create? Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of what we're doing? So designing with a purpose, designing Mm -hmm. with intent, Um, so like you said, you're not just throwing a pretty couch over there because, well, that would look cool, but is anybody going to sit on it? You know, is there, is there a reason for it? Um, so, you know, starting with who are you as a couple, Mm -hmm. who are you in home terms? Who are you as a family? Mm -hmm. What is the story that you're trying to tell? Mm -hmm. What's the story of your family? Um, and what what is the atmosphere of the space that you're creating? So how do you want to feel when you're in that space? Mm -hmm. Are you wanting to feel relaxed, cozy? Are you wanting it to be an energetic space? Mm -hmm. You walk in here and you feel, okay, I'm going to get some stuff done. And, um, you know, we're going to have a lot of great conversation in here. Or is this a retreat Mm -hmm. where you can kind of escape from stress and you're going to be low key and sink into a soft couch? Is this a space where you're going to be entertaining people Mm -hmm. um, and you want them to feel welcomed into a space? They can come in and feel comfortable and not like they're... um, in a space where they shouldn't be or, you know, right. in, in intruding on your own personal space. So yeah, what's going to be happening in that space and how do you um, make it most comfortable for that to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, what is your personal style? Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, there's, there's so much inspiration out there. <laughs> if you get on Pinterest, so many people, they start there. Yep. They start by searching on Pinterest. And I actually say, you know, okay, Pinterest is great. It's great. But you can get totally overwhelmed with what is on there. Mm -hmm. And 
you might like a lot of things, but you know, this photo maybe that you are fixated on and I love this, this is everything to me, this photo, but um, does it make sense mm -hmm. for the space you're in? Does it make sense for who you are as a couple? Mm -hmm. um, does it have anything to do? Are there any elements in there that actually connect with your story? Mm -hmm. So I'd say before you hit Pinterest and the same thing with your home, think about your own style mm -hmm. and say, okay, maybe even uh, think about the spaces you like to go to. Mm -hmm. Say, you know, if you are a downtowner and you like to go downtown and hang out in the shops what are your favorite shops hmm. that you go to and what's the aesthetic in there? Cool. Is there a coffee shop that you love to just go and, and relax in? If you're going to take a book and you've got an hour or something and you want to go and hang out, what is it about that space that you connect with? Hmm. What is it that's giving you a spark? Can you put a name to it? Can you pick out certain pieces that you're like, oh, I love that so much? And then you can kind of start to, to feel out what is the style, what are the things that give me joy, yeah. what are the things that I connect with or make me feel at peace, and then you can start to narrow it down. But if yeah. you start on Pinterest, <laughs> then there's it's just too broad. Yes. You don't know what to look for, and you're going to get totally overwhelmed. So yes. you've got to start with yourself first. Mm -hmm. I um, love that. Yeah. I like that. Start with yourself. Yes. That's a really good advice. No, that's really I cool. I really love that. So, I got that one. So. so actually to tie off of that, it's a question that we were maybe going to ask later, but I think, I think it's normal to have a really big mix of style. So like we just did a little Instagram poll the other day of like, which style are you? Mid-mod or traditional? Or like, mm -hmm. and a lot of people said both. They were like, I like elements of both. Yeah. So what's your advice when you're wanting to kind of combine different home styles, but you don't want it to look like what just happened in here? Like right. you want it to flow well, um, yeah. and maybe your home style isn't super like defined because you have appreciation mm -hmm. for a lot. What's like your advice for mm -hmm. that? Well, I think that's totally descriptive of me um, <laughs> because I like so many different styles. Yeah. Um, so the hard part for me designing my own home, I mean, I know people think that, oh, Carrie, she must have the most beautiful home ever. <laughs> and it, it's, um, it's definitely a work in progress. Um, and part of, part of the difficulty for me is that I love so many different styles. Yeah. Um, but for me, the first thing is to not just go and buy on a whim, um, things that I find, you know, and, oh, that looks great. I'm going to get that. And then, but have a plan mm. to start with. Um, and when it comes to mixing different styles, I think that's what makes, uh, can make a home very interesting. Yeah. Um, and shows your character, mm -hmm. you know, shows a lot of personality, all of the different things that you're interested in are a reflection of who you are as a yeah. person, who you are as a family. Yeah. Um, so, but, but it can go wrong <laughs> if yeah. you're not careful. Um, so one thing I always look at is scale. Um, look at the scale of your, of your room. Um, make sure your furniture fits scale wise. Mm. So if you've got a really tiny room, um, you know, big bulky furniture, overstuffed furniture is not probably the right way to go for that. Um, you want to maybe choose some smaller scale furniture, but also in scale in terms of piece to piece. 
So make sure the frame of your sofa matches the scale of the frame of the accent chair. Sure. Um, so if you've got sleek, skinny lines, um, you know, a sleek little table is probably not going to go very well next to a big overstuffed couch. Sure. Um, so meshing the scale, I think, is, is a really good place to start. Yeah, I love that. And what about, too, like, so I think about when we were first in college, and we didn't have a ton of money to, like, throw into the air, you know, when it (laughs) came to home design. So where are some of your favorite places, like, if someone has a more limited budget, but they really want to refresh a space, and they're Mm -hmm. like, I can't look at this space anymore, I just have to do something to it, where do you recommend Mm -hmm. they start, or what's kind of um, an affordable way that they can refresh Mm -hmm. a room without having to put a lot of money into it? Uh, the best thing I have found um, to refresh a space actually requires absolutely no money at all, and it is to actually take things out of the room. Oh, Remove nice. before you add, That's I think, is smart. really key. Um, I have found that we, as a, as a culture, have this this thought that, um, or this impression that more is always better. Mm. And if something's not feeling right, well, I must need to add something. I need to get something new. Mm. I need to put something over there. Um, but for me, uh, I feel so refreshed just by taking things away. Give me more space to breathe, more space for my eyes to move around and appreciate the things that are there. Um, A cluttered space is a stressful space (laughs) to me. Um, And so I think we we can tend to overclutter our spaces. Mm. So for me, the first thing I do is, okay, I'm just going to take all of the accents, all of the decor Mm. off of these shelves Mm. And start fresh and only put up the things that I really love. Mm. You know, is there, um, and that's another key design piece for me too, is is put in the items that you really hold dear, things that are, that spark joy for Mm -hmm. you, um, things that spark a memory. Maybe it's something that has been passed down um, or something that reminds you of a place or a time or a person mm-hmm. um, that is very important to you. And those are the pieces that really can make a room interesting, give you character, um, say something about your story, your personality, um, but uh, are not just clutter. They're there for a purpose. Again, right. designing with a purpose. Yeah. So using those elements as your base um, and then kind of design around it. So, you know, if you have a, a big bookcase and you're not feeling it, it's, it's feeling lackluster or it's feeling tired because it's been the same for a long time, mm-hmm. take everything off, put on the items that you really love, and then add carefully, yeah. <laughs> add with intention. Um, and don't overclutter it. I think that's just something that we do is mm-hmm. we always think, well, more, I need more. There's got to be something more there. But sometimes it's the space that really makes it happen, can make a design work is space. So as a starting point, that's where I like to go first. And it takes no money whatsoever, (laughs) just the time and uh, and stand back and uh, let your eye move around the room and feel it. 
um, and only add things in as they're necessary, as they make sense. And don't keep something in a room because you don't know where else to put it or, well, it's, I have it, so here. And it doesn't really make sense, but, you know, whatever. It, it's fine, you know? So yeah. if there are items like that that don't really mean anything to you or don't have any significance or that you don't actually really like, yeah. get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> Take away the things that you don't like. Yeah. Um, and that's a great place to start. I love that. I think we find ourselves in that rut quite often in our own home, too. Mm -hmm is we think that something is missing, so we'll just we'll add a bunch of things to a space and then not actually just take the time to be like, well, if we just think about it, we could take all of this out yeah. and then simplify it. Right. And so, mm -hmm. so I think we do that more often yeah. than we should. No, that's really Especially hilarious. with us just being who we are and we like to our home to be a developing always and we change things a lot. And, mm -hmm. But I love that. So. Yeah. Oh, that's really good advice. Um, okay, so I want to ask a question, and then I want to ask a sub-question after it. Okay. So if you were to create a simple formula for someone to define their home style, what would be step one? To define their home style, mm -hmm. I would say first step would be um, to really figure out what is the the story that you're trying to tell, and it's... It's the story of you as a couple or you as a family. What is the life that happens inside of that space? And um, then you can go from there. So really defining what is it that you're trying to accomplish in this space? What kind of life happens in that space? Um, and that will give you a start. Um, so, you know, and also taking, taking yourself not too seriously, yeah. I would say, um, and understanding that life has stages, yeah. you know, and the stage of life that you might be in right now might not be your cover, you know, your uh, magazine cover image. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on us to, or, you know, sometimes we feel pressure that it's got to be perfect and it's got to be as good as so-and-so's or people expect me to have this you know, fabulously designed space. Um, but uh, my, like for me, my kids are little. I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old boys who are very energetic, um, a husband who is very energetic and Mr. Creative, and they're not thinking about where they put their shoes or their coats <laughs> or all of their notebooks and pencils and all of that. So, you know, um, my living room is not going to be designed in a, in a sense that would make sense for, you know, somebody whose kids maybe have moved away and they're not constantly picking up toys and, and things. Um, you know, the life that happens in our living room is totally different from somebody yeah. whose kids are teenagers or away at college or maybe don't have kids yet. Mm -hmm. Young couple who don't have toys all over the house, you know. <laughs> um, so for me, understanding that my story is at this particular phase mm -hmm. um, and place in time, and it's going to evolve. Mm -hmm. And what is right for for us is where we are right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure if that answers your question no, or no, not. That's good. No, that's perfect. I like that. Um, so my f kind of follow-up question, I would say, is um, as a man. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to speak from a man's perspective. 
some I would I would feel like some some men they get kind of stuck in this they have a very masculine taste mm -hmm. but I think people get stuck in you can only put like tongue and groove pine on the walls and you can only have <laughs> leather lazy boys and you put deer antlers on the wall. Mm -hmm. But if people want to move beyond that, what's like a good first step for maybe someone with a more masculine taste? And I'm not saying that mm -hmm. all men have mm -hmm. masculine taste and not all women have um, a feminine taste, but what's a way to like move beyond that, the, the simple masculine taste to, um, to just like create a a more like inviting space for for you personally so mm -hmm. is there mm -hmm. is there a way to do that and like that's kind <laughs> sure. of a broad question but no that's culture. good yeah yeah that's good it's a it's a good question um i think for and actually i really love designing masculine spaces yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of weird like i i have a way more masculine taste than a like really feminine taste um so i really get excited when i get to do a masculine setting um so I think, you know, it's, again, thinking about the personality mm -hmm. of the man mm -hmm. um, and what are the interests that the person has. Um, so do they love um, rock music? Do they love Harleys? Do they, yeah. do they love creating things with their hands? Um, what is, again, the story of the person? Mm -hmm. And maybe finding something that is really important to that person and is there is there a piece something they can use in their decor that says something about them you know is there um the license plate from the first truck they ever cool. um you know fixed up mm -hmm. or ever drove or is there you know do they they love to go um you know, surfing or something like you know they have they have this thing about them that maybe is super important yeah. and can you create the space around that so use that as a starting point cool. um that might deter help you determine the direction of the room um but i think also like comfort is really important <laughs> um especially for guys so it's not just about show it's about hey i want to be comfortable in yeah. my space so <laughs> you know having a couch that you actually enjoy sitting on it's not just looking good yeah. but hey i can sit on this and i don't feel like it's gonna break yeah or i can sit on this and stretch my whole body out and yeah. lay down and take a nap or watch the game or whatever read a book whatever it is you want to do mm -hmm. um you know so thinking about actually living in the space um and tying it in with your overall design but i think comfort is a really big key yeah i love that cool and I kind of want to tie off that question because you sparked a different question Ooh. for me. <laughs> but I think um, a lot of... So one thing I want to talk about in a future episode is that I kind of want to title You Can Both Be Joanna. <laughs> because sometimes I think with like husband and wife teams that like to do home projects, it's like the girl is the decorator and the guy is the handyman. Mm -hmm. And But sometimes the guys have great ideas or the girls are more hand. You know, uh -huh. it's like it's not always that way. Sometimes the girl doesn't really care what it looks like, yeah, but the guy is exactly. the one who really does. Yeah. Yeah. So how can a husband and wife work together? Um, maybe if they have a little bit different home style, so it's not like... You know, maybe Ryan has a little bit different taste than me, but I have a different taste. And how can we work together? Or, mm -hmm. you know, how can a wife also give the husband some design direction? You know, and how can the husband also, you know, work on projects with the wife using the drill instead? You know, right. <laughs> like I think yeah. just to kind of break that mold of that 
as a team, like you guys can both have strong elements in both the design and the actual like, how do you say it? Like doing of the project. I don't know if that makes sense, but what do you have to say about that? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) No, that's a good question. And actually, um, Scott and I kind of, um, show a little bit of that too. Um, because Scott is really involved in, in how, things are are done in our home and I think about even back when we first got married and we were planning our wedding I couldn't believe how involved he he wanted to be in all of the decisions I was kind of annoyed like what why you're not supposed to care about this stuff but he wanted to help and decide what the centerpieces looked like and and you know everything that we were doing and well I what, but I need to be a part of this. <laughs> what? Um, cool. So, but it, it is great because it's his space too. Right. It's his wedding day too, and our home is his space yes. too. So it's got to be something that speaks to both sides. Um, so I think keeping communication really open and and making decisions together. You know, if you both want to be involved. Um, again, I I think it just all comes back to that what is the story that you're yeah. telling? And it's mm-hmm. not a story of just one person. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a story of the both of you. Yes. So again, that. it might come to that mixing of styles, mm-hmm. um, mixing of different themes, and how do you accomplish that? Um, so you pick out the things that are really important to each of you. You know, what is it that you like and how can we put that together? So yeah. I guess in a broad sense, it's hard to kind of nail down one specific, here's here's how you do it exactly, because um, it'll be different for everybody. For every couple, um, yeah. But yeah, I think being really clear about what's the story we're telling. Yeah, um, I love that. And understanding that it's not a story of one, it's yes. a story of two, or mm-hmm. maybe it's a story of five, Yeah, you know, depending on who's in the home. Your family. Right. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so I want to turn it back on you guys because I I am curious and I think your listeners might be curious too. What are some things um, that kind of stand out in your minds that are pieces in your home that uh, are really dear to you that you like to put out on display um, and really give you joy and energy when you see them? Oh, man. Great Um, question. That is a good question. Um, For me, I... I love, we love thrifting. So like anytime that we find a good thrift store find, I'm like super energized. I'm like, this is only $5. What? But it's kind of silly, but we're in our office right now and there's a painting on top of the piano Uh and it's like this farm setting in the mountains. But Ryan actually picked it up at a dumpster for free. It was you like about it out of a dumpster. you pulled it out of the dumpster. <laughs> I thought it was just sitting next to it. <laughs> she finds it was, the well, it was like it was mostly boxes in there, and then it was hanging like out, out, the, side? out the side. Oh, that's so funny. I could see it perfectly, and I knew that it wasn't damaged or had like gross stuff on it. So I just went and put it in the back of my car. That's hilarious. But I just remember like when we were first in college, we didn't really have a lot of money to buy like big brand new prints from TJ Maxx. And that's not really our style anyways. But I just remember that print has been above either our couch or our bed ever in every house that we've lived in. And it's just kind of, it's something I can't really get rid of because it just reminds me of our first place together and Mm -hmm. just kind of like that little gem of a piece that just kind of felt like us. Mm -hmm. And maybe on the outside, 
people look at it and they're like, it's a super weird picture. But to me, I'm like, it's our picture. (laughs) So that would be something that's really special to us that I, every time I see it, it just kind of makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How about Um, you, babe? I really love um, some of our furniture pieces, like that couch that you found for 25 bucks. The floral one. The floral couch. (laughs) I really love that. I don't know. I think it's super comfy. It's like really long and big, and you seven can like, feet. Yeah, you can like take a mm-hmm. take a good nap on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the couches that or the couch and chair that we inherited from my parents that were just kind of like shoved in a garage somewhere, you know, like stuffed back there, and we were like, these are really cool, and we would love them. And so I just love I love those things, you know, that have kind of almost a little story behind them. Mm-hmm. But they're just really mm-hmm. cool pieces. Mm-hmm. No, that's so. cool. I like that yeah. too. Yeah, and that's, I think that's, that kind of brings up another point for me that um, I think it's important to kind of work with quality mm-hmm. rather than just what's the latest trend. Yes. Um, pick something up because it's there at Target mm-hmm. or, um, you know, it's, we can get it from Wayfair or whatever. Um, but so many of those pieces, if something happens, it gets damaged, you can't fix it. It's not real wood, Mm -hmm. you know, or it's, uh, from a factory and, um, doesn't really, it just was there on the shelf and we decided to buy it and put it in our house, you know? So those things, like you said, they have a story behind them. They have, they have meaning and significance. They're special. Um, they have story even before you, you know, mm-hmm. and now right. they're now they're a part of your story as well. Um, so those quality things, mm-hmm. rather than just going out and buying whatever you find, you know, taking the time to find something that fits mm-hmm. you, fits yeah. your style, your personality, it's worth the wait. Yes. So That's rather cool. than just okay, I need to, I need to, you know, we moved into this house and and I need to put some furniture in it. Just hold off. Wait. Yeah. Wait mm-hmm. until you find the right thing yeah. um, because it will be so worth it to have yeah. something special rather than just whatever we found. I need it today. Right. Here it is. I guess I'll, I'll, I guess I'll get this. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. I love that. I love the worth the wait. That's so true. Yep. I found that a lot in our house even. Yeah. Um, so speaking of design trends, are there any design trends or styles right now that you're really loving to play around oh my with? Gosh. Yes. Um, so funny thing is I am, I am totally in love with mid-century style at the moment. Um, and that, that in itself is not funny, but the funny thing is that I always used to say, oh, I can't stand mid-century stuff. I just, it's weird. It's wonky. There's all these shapes. Like what is, it makes me think of the Jetsons. Remember that show? (laughs) Um, but now I, I guess I've totally gone on the other side of that, and I am—I just love mid-century stuff for the simplicity, mm-hmm. and maybe that's yeah. just the phase of my life that I'm in right now. I want to simplify. Mm-hmm. I want to declutter, and I guess I feel a lot of that from the mid-century style. Mm-hmm. Lots of sleek lines, simplicity. Um, so I guess a modern version of mid-century is what I'm loving, oh. um, but I'm also letting loose this little bohemian uh, side of myself that has always been there in the background that loves loves um leather fringe and like macrame and um you know feathers and I I don't know like all this 
um, this this little bohemian girl that I always kind of tried to, to quiet down and like, okay, that's too weird, Carrie. You can, you know, that's weird. There, don't just just let that be. <laughs> don't show that off. But now I'm kind of embracing that and saying, yeah. you know what, it is okay if yeah. I like, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. if I like that kind of stuff. So for me, I'm loving mixing mid century with a little bit of earthy bohemian style and a little bit of indie style too cool. I'm not going to lie I love so it. yeah that's that's really kind of my home place right now I love that <laughs> that's so fun nice cool so I think we're all hippies at heart. <laughs> yeah at heart we're all just a bunch of hippies some of it just, some of us just choose to show our hippie side yeah. some right. of us hold it inside so fun well, how can our listeners follow along with you? How can they keep in touch with what you're working on and the projects that you're working on? Um, well, we're on uh, Facebook and Instagram. The uh, name is Gathered, uh, Gathered Boutique Rentals and Events. Um, so we post a lot of stuff on Instagram. Um, I blog every now and then. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Not as often as I want to, but... Um, uh, we do blog here and there, so right. I like to show off uh, styles and cool. and things that I think are new uh, to the area. Always trying to find what's new and different, and not just recreate what others are doing. Yeah. Um, so um, sometimes we might blow people away with <laughs> something they've never seen before yeah. and is a little out there, but that's yes. what we like to do. So I love that. And you not only style weddings, you also do corporate events and right. parties. So if any of you guys need an event styled, contact yep. Carrie. She's amazing. Awesome. Yes. Well, thank you. So fun. And we'll so. link all of that in the show notes as well so that listeners can follow yep. along I with you. Find you. Great. Awesome. So we can end with a question? Yes. <laughs> so now... You already asked us a question, but now we need you to ask our listeners a question, too. <laughs> sure, so. sure. Um, I would say i would curious to know what other people um, like to show in their homes. What are the things that you really hold dear that are important to you, that, that spark a little bit of joy, that, really, um, that you really cherish? that are special in your home, um, that say something about who you are as a family, who you are as a person, um, or as a couple. Uh, what are those things that you really hold dear that that are very special to you? Cool. That's a great question. Yes. I love very that. Very good. Very good. Awesome. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for joining yeah. us today. Thank you so much. Thank this you for having me. I'm so, so excited good. that you I asked me. I feel really refreshed, mm-hmm. just like excited to tackle rooms again and be like, what can I take out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I actually love this Super in here? Quiet. But mm-hmm. awesome. Well, we love chatting with you. We will link all of your um, platforms on in the show notes so people can follow along with you. But um, we're just excited for what's ahead of you and Scott and Gathered and your yes. family. And Thank we're just you. big fans of what you guys are doing. So Hello. thanks right. so much for having me. Yes, absolutely.